So my dad passed away in 2015. We weren't talking and it took a month for his family to track me down. Before I ever knew he was gone, I started hearing from him in heaven. It consumed me. How is communication with the other side even possible? I left my corporate gig, studied with spiritual teachers on every coast, and worked with my angels to figure out the answers. Today, my mission is teaching you how to raise your vibration, shift your thoughts, trust your intuition, develop your unique spiritual gifts, and connect with your loved ones and angels on the other side. Friends, when you have these tools, life really does become heaven on earth. Hello, beautiful souls. It's Julie, and I am so excited for the two beautiful, amazing angel stories that you're going to hear on the podcast today. Friends, this happens all the time where I am in a reading, spirit is bringing something through clear as day, and yet it doesn't resonate with the person at the time. I get emails almost every day saying, I know now what you were talking about. It was this. And after Helen and I recorded yesterday, she sent me an email this morning and it says, Julie, thank you so much for chatting with me last night. I just wanted to let you know that I spoke with my mom this morning about my grandma leaving pennies. She said she hadn't noticed any and didn't really say much about it. Then I got a call from her saying she was on the bus and felt something underneath where she was sitting. A penny. She couldn't believe it. How wonderful. My grandma is showing her she's still there and I love it. Also, after our call with you last night, I asked Gary about him having blonde hair as a baby. He had misheard me before and thought I had said long hair. LOL. Indeed, he did have blonde hair. I love validation. Thanks again for all you do. Love, Helen. Helen, thank you so much. I love validation as well. Thank you for writing that back in. And friends, Helen has some really beautiful, gorgeous angel stories to share with you today. Let's check out those stories now. Hello, beautiful souls. We are here with Helen, who is in England right now, up by Manchester, and she is here. Beautiful book author. I got to look at your website this morning, and just gorgeous, gorgeous books. Um, Children's books, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. So Helen is here to share her (laughs) angel stories. Helen, I'm going to let you take it away. Okay, um, so first, uh, for this story, I'm going to start with a bit of background because um, I think it'll help the story. So my granddad on my mother's side, um, we were both very close and he instilled a passion for me with drama and theatre. Um, I've got many, many happy memories of uh, my granddad staying with us for a few days at Christmas because sadly my grandma, or Nanan as we say in Sheffield where I'm from, died when I was about five years old so he used to come and he would spend yeah a few days um, with us at Christmas. I remember waiting for him uh, Christmas morning to get dressed and he always wore a suit a tie and he always made sure he was ready before appearing downstairs ready to open presents um, and I would have the tradition of handing out the presents to everybody so I would hand them to my brother and my parents and to my granddad. Now, my granddad had an unusual name, so he was called um, Ramsey, which I've not ever heard anybody called Ramsey. Um, and it was after, or I was told, um, his name was after a, a Labour Party political prime minister. Um, but to me, he was just granddad. But all his friends, because of this name, because of the prime minister, um, which was named Ramsey MacDonald, he had a nickname, which was Mac, M-A-C, Mac. So when I would hand out the presents, the ones that were labelled to Mac, I knew were for my granddad. Um, my granddad sadly died when I was at university um, and I studied performing arts, which I know he was super proud of because he got me into the arts. And yeah, but he unfortunately never got to study it. But he was part of lots of amateur dramatic societies, which was, which was great. But anyway, a few years after he died, around eight years ago, my mom's sister and her husband were celebrating a anniversary. 
and they'd arranged a little get together with that side of the family. Um, we all went down to London and we had a little picnic outside my cousin's house or cousin's flat. And uh, yeah, it's very, very rare for this side of the family to get together. But nevertheless, we, we managed it and we all had a lovely time um, having yeah, picnic and barbecues. And my niece at the time was about three or four. And there was a little um, park, like swings and roundabouts and slides, just not too far from where we were. So she would go off and we would see her playing from where we were. And my mom just decided to go and check on her. And as she walked over to her, she said, oh, what, what, what is it that you're doing? And she said, I'm playing with a friend. And there was no other children or anybody else on the playground. And my mom just said, going along with it, she said, oh, what, what's their name? And she replied, it's Mac. Um, and Amelia wouldn't have had any idea who Mac was. Mac wasn't a name that she would have come across. So my mom was a little bit taken aback. Mom's a little bit, uh, she knows I'm really into um, spirits. And so she was, she came over straight to me and she just said, something really weird just happened. And, but she was really comforted by it and we loved it. And I'll always remember that because it just felt really nice that granddad was there with us on that day. Um, and I think that she got, yeah, a lot of comfort from hearing that he was there. Isn't it wild that they always come through to skeptics? And, you know, I don't think that skeptics mean to be skeptical. They just want deeper proof, right? And there is an element of faith and belief in spirituality that we don't have, you know, God parting the clouds and coming down always, you know, and speaking directly to us. But we have proof enough in these signs where your your niece could not have known that that was granddad's nickname. Yeah, I know. And the thing is as well, I think, I mean, because it was my mom that heard it, she just knew. Like, she just knew. Like, it wasn't that it could have been misheard for Max or something else. She just literally, she heard it and she came straight to me and she said, something really weird just happened. And, and I think for my mom to say that too, like, she knew, like, she knew. And I'm glad it was her because I think, yeah, like it was interesting that it came through for my mom. But then I walked over, I walked over to the the playground with my mom. She was like, come with me, come with me. And I went over and then I started asking Amelia, like, oh, who is it that you're playing with? But by that time, you know, we'd moved on. So she didn't say anything. But also what, what, interestingly, with Amelia, she was born at the time Grandad died. And at the time that um, she was born and then Grandad died, um, my sister-in-law always talked about feeling a presence near the cot and feeling somebody sitting on the bed. And so it was interesting to me that it, you know, it was Amelia that, that he came through. Like, I guess, I don't know, you'll be able to tell me more than this, but, you know, children are more receptive, right? 100%. Yeah. And this happens all the time. I've had people write in story after story after story where, you know, it was the cutest thing. I was just reading a story this weekend and the woman said, you know, my, my daughter would always talk about my dad after she passed and how she was playing with him and how he was there. And she would remind me on birthdays and different things. And she said, then it stopped, you know, for a little bit. And she said, we went on vacation. They were celebrating a wedding or an anniversary her daughter out of nowhere was like, we need an extra seat. And she's like, no, no, we have enough. We have enough seats at the table, you know, for everybody. And she's like, no, he's here. Grandpa's here. He wants to sit down. And, and she, she actually felt bad. I think she said, because she was like frustrated with her daughter and she didn't understand, but her daughter was seeing grandpa and she just wanted a seat at the table for him. Oh, that's so amazing. I know. Yeah, I mean, Amelia's not said anything. Yeah, I mean, she's, what, she now? She's 12 now. So, yeah, she she didn't say anything since. And, I mean, I don't know, maybe it will come out as she gets older that um, other things have happened. But it was just, that was one that really, I mean, when I found your podcast, I was like, to me, that that is an angel story. Happy holidays, friends! If you are looking for the perfect gift for yourself or for a loved one, 
Check out our Go at Your Own Pace e-courses. There's the Manifestation e-course, High Vibration e-course, or the Angel Communication e-course where you get to learn more about your personal angels. There's also the group talk course, The Angel Reiki School, that's online and helps you to develop your spiritual gifts. Friends, you could also book a session or buy a gift card. Just purchase any one of these online, print your receipt, and wrap. Friends, from my family to yours, happy holidays! Oh, yeah, 100%. And it's really fascinating, too, because a lot of times when you read these different stories or hear people talk about them, they will go to the kids and ask them, why didn't you say anything sooner or why didn't you say anything to adults who saw things as kids? And they will say, we didn't think that you were going to believe us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just fascinating. It is. Yeah. That's so, so beautiful. Is his wife on the other side? Yeah. Because she's standing right next to him and um, she really comes through for you too. So are you recently married? Yeah. Yeah. We got married in 2018. Okay. And then are you guys, do you guys have children yet? No. Have you made a decision on that? We've been actually been trying for a little while. Yeah. Okay, because she's really coming in, like, talking, not yelling, she said, but, like, at the (laughs) highest volume, and she's, like, very clearly communicating that she doesn't want you to lose hope, she doesn't want you to give up, like, everything is on its way, it just has to be that divine timing, and she's showing me um, my symbol for that baby is coming through soon because she's holding the baby in her arms. Oh, it's so interesting because I had a Reiki session um, really recently, actually, which I'd love to talk to you about, actually. It was my first Reiki session. And she um, is a medium, too. And straight away, she went, I've got Nanan on your mom's side. And um, that grandparent, she, she died when I was really young. So I didn't really have any, you know... I was going to say connection. Of course, I've got connection, but yeah, I didn't really know her. So it was strange that like she was there. So it's interesting that you picked up on that because she did too. And I had uh, some online Reiki with one of your students actually really recently. And she again said the same thing in that she was like, I can hear children <laughs> at your feet. And I was like, oh God, well, good, because we're trying for a baby and it hasn't happened. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Your grandma is very, very certain. And when I say this, I like to preface because seeing a loved one on the other side holding a child does not symbolize anything except for that soul who is on the other side. We're all on the other side as souls before we come through is preparing for their journey right? So they're on the other side. She has them. She's working with them and she knows them and they're, they're preparing to come through here. Amazing. Yeah. That's brilliant. Cause we, we've been, it's been a bit of a, a hard, you know, a few years after we got married and we were actually thinking about like IVF and that kind of thing. But I was like holding off. Cause I was like, I feel like I feel like it's there. It's just not the right time. And so we've sort of said to the clinic, like, hold on. Like, if we need you, we'll come. But there's nothing wrong. And I've just felt like for ages that it's coming. Yeah. Now, was your husband a blonde baby? Like, like right when – because, you know, hair color can change. Was he lighter hair color, young? Because she keeps showing me, like, this – their hair color changing and that you're going to see, like, the red in the baby's hair. Ah. I don't know. He – Possibly. I've not seen loads of pictures of him when he was, it was quite mousy blonde, but I'll have to ask his mom. Turn, turn around and ask him. He's right in the kitchen. Gary, was your hair really blonde when you were a kid? Baby. When you were baby? He says, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask his mom. Because um, he keeps seeing like this blonde hair, but then she said, tell her it's going to turn red. Oh, that, do you know, I've always wanted a ginger baby. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why they break through the things that they do, but that's why we don't filter messages because there's some meaning behind it. So tell me about this Reiki session that you had. 
that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, so I went um, just from listening to your podcast, really, and I was like, I've never had Reiki before. And then I found, I met this lady at the start of the year that was kind of a bit of law of attraction kind of woman. She was very, very interesting. And she said to me, I think you need some healing. And she said, but I'm not the person to do it for you. I've got this friend. I just got this lady's number and then lockdown happened and I just kept it in my phone and I kept getting this thing of like get in touch with Sharon get in touch with Sharon so I did and it was brilliant and I we had a really lovely chat first and then she I laid down um and she came here first and I can't like literally it was the weirdest thing ever like not expect my cat's behind me <laughs> not experiencing anything like it before a light came um like a really bright light above my head and it just got brighter and brighter and brighter and she said to me is something happening and I was like yeah like I've got this bright light above me and she was like like what do you think that is why don't you ask it and I did and it was just like uh, we are here and that's I felt like it was my angel saying we're here and I I didn't actually feel emotional having the Reiki but I had tears rolling down my cheeks Yeah, this happens all the time, right? And here's what it is. We have so much emotion stored up within us as human beings. When you say, because for those who are listening and can't see us right now, when you said she came in here, you had two hands up and they, no, that's okay. And they were both like right by the ears. When she had her hands there and you said it was different from anything that you'd ever felt, did you feel a higher vibration? Did you feel a profound sense of love? Like describe that. Yeah, I felt, well, I felt really calm, but then I'd, I'd had a, I'd had quite a long chat with the first and I just felt really at peace on the bed and I felt really vibrating in my hands and my feet. And she, I just felt really like calm, just really like I was okay with everything that was happening. I felt really open and yeah, this light came and I just kind of let it happen. And as it was happening, I was thinking, this is really strange, but I'm just going to go with it. And then when she said, what are you feeling? And she was like, that's not me. It felt like above me was glass yeah. and the sun had come out. Yes. And then, and I, and I, all I kept thinking was keep your eyes closed, keep your eyes closed because I don't want this to, to end. And then after when the Reiki had finished, I opened my eyes and there was just one window up there. There's no way that, that the sun would have come out in the way that it did. And it, it just felt so nice. It was lovely. Yeah. So you want to know why I do this podcast? Yeah. Okay. So it's exactly this, right? Because what people need to understand is that, yes, you might need somebody to help you get into that vibration and make that shift or learn how to connect with your intuition. But then once you understand it, you've got it. And it's not the person that you need. You don't need me. You don't need them. You need yourself. You just need the tools and the skills to be able to do it. So it's so fascinating. I was just having a conversation with a healer friend the other day, and we were talking about how so much in 2020, people have been also pulling through their own messages on the healing table. So when we're in sessions in 2020, people going through this, um, you know, the premise of Reiki is take whatever you need through the person who's the tool. So bring it through the channel to absorb within your being. But people have been bringing through not just energy, that high vibrational frequency, but messages for themselves as well. So you can be on the table and see exactly what it is that you need to see at that time and hear what it is that you need to hear. And because there's no time on the other side, It might be a vision of the future or closure to something in the past, but you're going to see, hear, feel, or get a knowingness of whatever needs to come through in that session. And really what you were experiencing was two different things. First, it was a shift within your energetic frequency. So I love how you said it felt like before there was glass above your head and then it was just like open. That 
is so real. And I love that it's in our history too. When you look back at the saints and religious figures, not just from Christianity or Catholicism, but all over the world, that there's these golden like circles behind people's heads. And I remember early on in meditation, when I was first starting this work, spirit was like, those aren't halos. That's not a halo that an angel has. That is a symbol for the portal of energy that attaches you, that connects you, that creates this alignment with the other side where then you are the channel and holding that vibrational frequency is then open. And and so that's what you were getting into. And feeling the presence of that radiance was you tapping into the presence of your entire spirit team that is there for you always, that's guiding you. Because, you know, it's interesting. We have within us duality, right? So two opposing things can be true within us at the same time. And your grandma keeps coming in and your grandfather's nodding in agreement that you have this part of you that's so confident, that's so strong, that's so determined and goes in the direction. And then you have this part of you that just, this is with your work, self-doubt and worries and has all of this. And it's like the devil on one side of the shoulder, the angel on the other. And they say that you fight between that a lot within yourself. And they said, we needed you to know that you're guided, that your work is guided. Because do you worry about creativity running out? Sometimes they talk about this. Yeah, it's funny, actually, I was writing today and I was like, I can't, I can't do it. Like, it's funny, I've got a lot of, like, writer friends and we always talk about, like, imposter syndrome and, like, like it is, I don't feel like I'm going to have any more ideas. And then all of a sudden, like the other day I had it where it just came out. Like it just, you, you, you talk about like push energy and I feel that cause I'm like, I just want it so bad or whatever it is. Yeah. And I like, I'm, I'm like gripping it. Whereas if I just let it go, it tends to just fall out. It's really yes. weird, but yeah, but yeah, yes. totally. Like I always have imposter syndrome. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And um, especially with COVID, it's really affected my work in terms of like what I'm earning um, because I work a lot in schools and nurseries and obviously that means I can't go in and be a visitor. Julia it doesn't. Like- They've been talking about that for a while, but we're going to get to that. Here's what I want you to know. <laughs> So uh, it's interesting because your your grandfather showed me something at the very beginning when we started talking and I was like, bring that through in another way if you really want me to say that. And he did right when you, right when you said that. Okay. Ideas don't work that way. Ideas aren't limited. Ideas are limitless and infinite. So... <laughs> Your grandma keeps bringing me this image and I was like, I don't want to say that. I don't like that image because it it applies too much to women and not men. Both sexes are creative. Uh, But she keeps showing me like you can't birth a hundred children in this lifetime, but you could birth like thousands of ideas. And, And what I want you to see is just that where you are in your life right now is the energy that's around you too. So there's different energies in every step of your journey. Allow yourself to see the beauty and the creativity that's just swirling around you within your journey right here, right now. And they said, the more that you just, you said it just comes out. She keeps showing me this baby dropping out. You just like birth (laughs) the baby. Just keep, you know, birthing those baby ideas. The more ideas that you let flow through you, the more ideas that are just there. And the more that it keeps just compounding. Your grandfather was saying he wants you, because you can be a perfectionist too. Like you don't like to, you like to put out a good quality product. I want you to work with somebody to, because teachers need help right now too. They are drowning in just so much that has to be done. And I want you to know that your grandfather keeps saying, see yourself as a resource for schools right now. 
Okay. Cause yeah. I know not everybody knows this. You work like you come in and you share your stories and big school presentations, you know, and, and you're right there. I used to love those when I was a kid, like best part of the day. <laughs> I want you to create films and work with an editor to put together, you know, where you could be talking to the kids and maybe they could be then interactive and doing like a group activity. Maybe there's worksheets that go along with this or lesson plans for teachers for different grades. And maybe that's like a part of their day that is easy for them to just grasp onto. They don't have to worry about anything. They just flow right through it. Yeah, it's so funny because I've got this written down. Like, think of, yeah, and because I, I have done, like, I've, I've worked with um, a guy recently, actually, who over this time, he's a teacher and he's been doing stuff online and it, and it really took off. And then he said, I really want um, to interview you as part of this thing. Um, so I filmed myself doing it. Um, and I was like, I could do this. You know, I don't necessarily need to go into school. I could do it as on Zoom or, yeah. So it's funny, I've got literally it's on my to-do list to go, what else could I do here? Yes. And you could package it like that. So you could have it like if this is for an elementary school, you have the lesson plan for the teacher in each grade. You have the worksheet and the project, you know, for the kids in each grade. And man, they Mm -hmm. could take up, you know, two hours with that, you know, and and it's it's a relief to them where maybe they get some time to themselves. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, and all the teachers are screaming at me like that does that's not how that works. All my <laughs> teacher angels on the other side are like, "No, Julie, that's not how you that works and you're you have your masters in education and you know that." I do think it would be helpful. I do think that it would work. And I I think you have like something great there. You just have to like explore it and fine tune it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Your grandma keeps saying that you have a friend who's a film in film and does editing and that they can help you with. Oh my God, they do actually. I was thinking, who is that? And then I was like, yeah, it's James. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause she goes, she, all the resources are right in front of her. Yeah, they are. It's that thing. Sometimes you're your own worst enemy, aren't you? Like, you know what you should do, but sometimes you're like, no, it's something else, and it's and it and do you know what? Me and my husband keep saying like everything that's happened this year. Like you can see it as like a negative, but where we're not seeing it like a negative. It's been a, a real positive, and actually, it made me realize I've worked. I was working far too much and not spending enough time doing my writing. So now I can put my time into the writing and doing stuff that you know I want to do. That's um, amazing! Yeah. Yay! I want to dive into your other story, but before I forget, your grandma keeps coming in for your mom and she keeps saying that she leaves her pennies. Okay. Can you let your mom know that? Yeah. 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 Um, And I feel like she finds them all the time. Possibly. Yeah. I'll let her know. (laughs) (laughs) She'll find them all the time now, won't she? (laughs) Yes, she will. Yeah. So tell us your other story. So this one, I don't know, I'd really like to hear your take on it after I've told it, because I'm not sure if it's a, a technically an angel story, but I've had quite a few spirit experiences, and this feels like one of those. A few years ago, we were traveling on the motorway, um, and we were coming back to Manchester, and my husband was driving, and I had my sister-in-law in the back of the car, and we were in the fast lane and there was like a central concrete reservation down the side of us and I was in the passenger side and we didn't have any music on because the car at the time was very old it was a really old car the radio didn't work the cd player didn't work the only thing that we had in the car was one of those old you know those tom tom sat navs and it was on my husband's driver's side so I was in the passenger side and I stretched my legs out into the footwell and I got this voice that just said two things it said away away and as soon as it had happened Gary swerved the car and we were doing like 70 down the fast lane and very nearly crashed into the central reservation but it literally was a a couple of seconds and then he he pulled two and I was like whoa what just happened and I said did you did you hear the voice and he said yeah and I thought 
I'm not going to tell him what I heard or what it was like. I just want him to tell me because I know what I heard. So I said to him, what did it say? And he said, straight away, said, it said, away, away. And I said, where did it come from? And he said, he said, it came from the footwell, right where your feet are. And I said, and what did it have like a gender, this, this voice? And he said, yeah, it was a woman's voice. And it sounded quite robotic because it sounded very away, away. And my sister-in-law in the back was completely oblivious. She didn't hear it at all. But it was so strange because he literally validated everything that I heard. And then we got home and we tried to Google like, what was it in that stretch of road? And we didn't find anything. But it was just really clear to me. And it's not the first time that we've experienced things together. But he really validated everything that I heard that day. And I, and I can't explain it. It was a very strange thing to happen and and I've had people say well it was the tom-tom it was the sat-nav and I said no no that it didn't come from that direction it wasn't the voice of the tom-tom and when does a tom-tom ever say away away it just doesn't so um yeah that was a strange one that happened that I can't explain but I just know that Gary heard everything that I did I love this story so much, and I included it in our Hope Project on social media for 2020, where we try and tell as many angel stories as possible. I believe that what you heard was the voice of an angel and and your spirit team on the other side coming through to both of you and very audibly, just as if you it was a person right in front of you speaking. This can happen, and it has happened. Now, when you guys went to Swerve, was there anything that he saw? So at the time, I don't, I didn't see anything and I didn't think that Gary did. But when I hear, when we tell this story, Gary says, I did see something. But when I ask him about it, he's not sure what it was or if he did. But he always says, yeah, he always says, I saw something, but he can't explain it. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things, and I I feel so bad sometimes because I do work with so many people who have lost people in cars or different accidents, and the, the question that I get the most is, if spirit saves some people, why don't they save all people? And And sometimes it's heartbreaking. I don't always have an answer to that. I know that there's just some ways that spirit can step through on the other side. I believe that we do have free will here in this lifetime. And because of that, it can cause things to happen maybe outside of the will of God, of what God wants to happen at that time. And there are times where our spirits or angels can come in and step in. And I think there's other times where it's part of, I don't want to say the plan of what's going to happen, but kind of the plan of what God wants, right? Of just, you know, if it's our time, it's our time. And when spirit is able to step in, they do. And that's where, you know, you hear multiple stories of cars rolling or people not having their seatbelts on and being pinned back as if they did have their seatbelt on in an accident and walking away completely fine. It's one of those things that is an angel story because it's a mystery. Like we can't say with science, you know, how it happens, but they come through. Yeah. Yeah. The only, the only thing that was confusing to me was the fact that it happened and then we swerved, you know, it was like, I was always a bit fearful of it because I was thinking, did that cause us to swerve? Um, I don't feel like that's what it was, but you know, and and that's why I've always been like, oh, I'm not sure if it's an angel story because it said away, away, and then we swerved. But then, um, like I said, we recovered really quickly. It was just, it all happened so fast. Well, that's why, because your spirit teams, you know, when you're married, your spirit teams overlap one another in a way, like a circle that slightly crosses over the other circle. And they had me ask that question because they want to validate for him that he really did see something that night. And also, it's so random because at least here in the States, when you have 
talking coming out of the car. It's from like the radio or sometimes like there's something attached to it seems like the mirror that allows you to see behind you. I don't see that at all. You guys saw it and you heard it out of the floor. Yeah. Which is like part of the angel story too. That That is just not, that's not typical. And that's what an angel story is, right? Because they will come through with little nuggets that's off, right? Or that that are validating that it couldn't have been this because it came out of the floor. Yeah. yeah. It was so weird. It's like, it's like I touched, like my feet went up and as soon as my feet stretched up, this voice came and it was yeah. so strange. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Your grandma's so excited for you. She's like doing the little happy dance on the other side for you because she said there's so many beautiful things coming, the baby coming. And she shows me book after book after book. And she's really excited for you to go through this experience of motherhood because you are going to have a flourish of so many different ideas. You better get a journal because you're going to have to (laughs) just, you know, track your ideas in order to go back to them one by one. Yeah, this is my thing. I get so many ideas and then I get like overwhelmed with having all these ideas. And I've actually started a journal for angel messages because I lose track of them like they happen Mm -hmm. like things happen all the time and then I forget them when people want to you know when they want to um know things and I'm like well yeah I've got this story you know because it's sometimes you forget them and then they come back so I like to just keep it completely Yes. You know, and people say all the time, I was listening to your podcast for like six months feeling like I didn't have any angel stories. And then I thought, oh my gosh, I do. I have all these angel stories. Yes. And that's what we want because you know what, especially in this time right now that the world is in, we need more of these stories. We need to show everybody and teach everyone that we can that there is hope that they are right next to us that we can call on them and ask them for help not just in the big stuff but every little thing too yeah i had um not that long ago actually i was um i started when i found your podcast i started seeing loads of feathers and before that i'd known what a feather was um but i started seeing a lot more and then the numbers kept coming and then i had this one day and um our allotment is not so far from our house and i was walking on the the back um garden bit the the like um, path that sort of runs to the allotment and i'm not kidding it was like feather feather feather. feather. <laughs> and I was like, I know that birds are here, but this is insane. It was just so obvious. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Well, you have to email me after you ask your mom about the pennies because they keep showing me okay. that again. There's something there. Okay. Um, and then let me know when you have angel stories again. I'd love to have you back on and we'll share more. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully I'll have some more soon. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you so, so much for being on the podcast today, Helen. No, thank you for having me. I've been so excited all day. (laughs) Yay. Yay. And to everybody listening, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here and, and just sharing this time with us. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one on one session via phone, FaceTime or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. 
deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you. Friends, next, I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere, they're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them, welcome them. Take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way. 
and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure, white, radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination your DNA strand. Now the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, but please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with a snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute. Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God Please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, 
God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security. Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, we ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort a response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.